Hi, welcome to the Honey Go Seek podcast. This is Ryan. And this is Brandon. And we're thinking this is the ninth episode of the podcast. So thanks for joining us. If there's any new people listening, uh, I'm glad you are listening and hope we don't scare you away too soon. <laughs> so um, yeah, just to recap, we've done, we started off with doing food podcasts and we moved to movies and then it just crumbled into not doing one for a while so we're hoping to get back into a regular schedule and we're happy that we're we have some fans and um just to hopefully keep in touch with us and so if anyone wants to come on the podcast we'll we accept submissions anyone anyone at all any takers there's a very long audition process that's the only thing that's that's why we don't have anyone on it's going to be a couple more weeks but so but we still need people months Yeah. yeah so Anyway, so um, today what we're going to talk about, uh, I know a couple weeks ago we had a very, I thought, in, our, in my mind, one of the best podcasts that we did, we talked about video games, and basically the premise was that Brian would tell me um, these, well, to, to him, normal premises for video games, <laughs> to me, fucking weird shit that <laughs> normal video games are, and I'm so out of tune, like, basically I classify myself as after that episode I'm a fake nerd because I don't know anything <laughs> about anything pop no. culture nerd wise so um, I'm sorry to my 16 year old self for being like <laughs> such a not nerd anymore but I'm glad Brandon's keeping up the nerd flag the for, torch, yeah, the, the torch for us yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, so anyway we're going to kind of try to revisit that you know do a re- little remix if you will redux re- yeah. rebirth re- re- anything no, I don't think that works. Anyway, uh, so yeah, we're and then we're just gonna talk about what I'm playing, which bare minimum nothing. I'm not really playing. Well, well there's some things, but we'll we'll get to that yeah. part. It's not gonna be really interesting. It's just gonna be me saying things and then silence after that. But <laughs> but, but the real part is where Brand comes in and he's gonna you know talk about what he likes or what he's heard of or if he what what my reaction to um, those games and those descriptions are. So we're gonna yeah. jump into this and try to see how it's gonna go. Right. So, with last time, we did a process of um, me telling Ryan about certain ideas or premises of games that I, I thought were fascinating, and I decided we were gonna we, we when we decided on this episode, I wanted to to delve into the mechanics of games that I find fascinating when uh, either the structure or how the game interacts with the player in a way that it subverts your expectations or it plays with the uh, the conventional ideas of what a game should be doing. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's a lot. I, I, I hope I, I didn't. I play yeah. games where you just do the same thing over and over again <laughs> and just don't learn anything and anything. But you're like, like there's story to it and there's nuance and uh, character development and I'm like, oh, I just play games where you run around what and about, kill people. And what about Super Mario Baseball? <laughs> There's no character development in that game, and, and you just—it's like Dante's Inferno. You just suffer for like hours and hours on end, and you just like don't learn it. Well, I guess you learn something in Dante's Inferno. With baseball, Mario Baseball is just hell for for hours and hours on end. With Goombas, that's it. With Goombas, yeah, it's just, with, it's... specifically with Goombas, yeah. So, kind of to start off, I wanted to go almost uh, kind of. Um, of coming from the earlier episode to, to build off that, I wanted to ask Ryan about how much does he know about um, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. Just like how much I knew about the, la- I oh when you told me that I learned it and now I forgot everything you told me about no, the Metal Gear, so- Metal Gear okay. Solid uh, franchise. <laughs> I know. Uh, can I guess what's going to be yeah, about? Yeah. Okay. So, so that'd, that'd be great. It's gonna have the character. Metal Gear. <laughs> is that a character? Is John Metal Gear? Uh, John, no, Ma- uh, <laughs> John Metal Gear. <laughs> it's French. Yeah. John, John Metal Gear. <laughs> um, who do you think you you fight? Uh, I Metal think Gear? you fight a, a giant snake. You know? Uh, oh my god! That's... I'm, I'm on the nose. <laughs> In a way, actually, uh, yeah. Oh, actually, I think it's gonna be the guy. The character is Solid Snake. That's the main character with the the mustache. So that's yeah. So and, and the mustache and the eye eyeball and the, I mean eye, the eye patch. I, I, yeah. He does have an eyeball though. Well, he does. One of them is an eyeball. The <laughs> yeah, other one's yeah, at least there. one. Yeah. <laughs> Interestingly enough, um, so uh, something you, you touched on was you play a solid snake, and that's a big part of it. Is that th- so throughout most of the series, um, Metal Gear, 
and Mega Drive uh, 2 on um, his NES, you played as a Solid Snake, and then it, it transitioned to Metal Gear Solid 1 on the PlayStation, and then it was you played a little bit of uh, Solid Wait, Snake. Wait, it switched from Nintendo to PlayStation? Yes, actually, that's actually something uh, really interesting. So basically, with Kojima, he uh, who was the he's the director. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I fell asleep. I don't give a shit. <laughs> okay. No, keep going. Uh, of the franchise, he he had such high ambitions for for the game for um, Metal Gear Solid Three, and at the time, uh, with Sony had had uh, their first system was PlayStation. They just, they just came out of the gate with PlayStation, and they they wanted to get like some some big um, big franchises, and probably the two of his biggest gets they got from Nintendo were. Is Metal Gear Solid, and is Final Fantasy. They so picked up both of those. Is Metal Gear Solid a reboot of the, or is it like a soft reboot of the franchise? I would definitely, I would definitely I say it's a soft reboot because the first, um, first two uh, Metal Gear games, they were very much kind of uh, an exercise, kind of they were uh, a two D top down uh, isometric view what's happening oh, but yeah, then yeah. once you get into with uh, the first solid game it gets into the overarching story of what Kojima the director he wanted to do with the series and it's kind of like uh, let's let's kind of continue forward in this it's more like um, like 3D like you can like move around a little easily or like yeah. uh, okay like, and I, I noticed a phrase that you use it's um you can break down the whole thing so it's a top down top down means like yeah. you're just looking at the character from above right yes uh View. <laughs> uh, how you would uh, look at like uh, what your your perspective. Got it. And then uh, <laughs> what was the other phrase you used? Isometric. Isometric. So that's mostly like your. Um, do, do you remember the Pokemon games, the original ones? Yes. So uh, yes. Um. So how you move on that is almost like a, almost like a grid. Like so you I, that's what isometric means. Yeah. So it's it's mostly like um yeah the usually I usually use in tandem is like top down uh, isometric is kind of. The way of looking at it is is from like the bird's eye view from from above. So uh, and then so Metal Gear Solid the first game. Um, so and then what you would think of let's say Goldeneye would that be yeah. the okay that's like the same idea where you can kind of move around a little bit more easily. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But that's yeah. like point of view though, right? Th that's different. That's uh, yeah. But Metal Gear Solid one is person. third person move around kind of thing. Yes, is uh the third person stealth stealth based. With some action uh, in, in it, which was a very, I'll say, unprecedented by the time, but it was very much pushing forward for the stealth genre of uh, most stealth games. Were very much, you get seen, you're dead. But with oh, okay. what it was, what was really fascinating was they mixed it up where you're seen, you still have a chance to fight, and if you are able to defeat the enemies, you're then able to hide or be able to then escape uh, and keep going. Alright, so you know me pretty well. How well do you think I'd do in a stealth game? I think pretty badly. Yeah, I, think, I I'm, don't have a lot of patience in those <laughs> games. Which is fascinating because I think you might work well with um, with Metal Gear Solid Five. Is that can you just kill people and not give a shit if they see each other? So that's a, that's a big part of the game is that they wanted to they wanted to re reinvent almost the entire uh, series where you're placed in this position of you can pretty much you can approach any situation the way you want. Where you can go, you can go in stealth. You can go in. Uh, you can flank them. You can go in and just sneak around. Oh, yeah. Or if you want, you can go in with machine guns, gun, blazing, yeah, like front Leroy door. Jenkins style. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And there's a reason for that. But the reason also, it answers a question that was left hanging for audiences from the first game. Basically, it took. Why about are we playing this game? <laughs> Is that the question? <laughs> It took about twenty five years for that, for the question to be what answered. What the fuck is of, this? Of uh, with Big Boss, who uh, was okay. the he was the he's the not to get political. Is it the Donald Trump character? <laughs> no, that was uh, oh, another character. <laughs> that was Solidus Snake from Over oh, okay. Salt too. But with uh, with Big Boss, he he it seemed to be that he died in the first Metal Gear game, mm -hmm. and then he came back in the in the second game a, as a boss again, and you, and at the time it was, it was, it was a video game, so it was just oh, yeah, like he, he must have survived somehow, and that's yeah. kind of accepted but there was actually a much uh, more complicated reason for why he came back and that ties into um, 
so with Big Boss, um, he is actually the, the father of Solid Snake. Oh. So and oh, and father in a way because uh, Solid Snake and then his his twin brother is um, Liquid Snake, who was uh, he didn't really like to have the kids have normal names. I'm assuming. <laughs> so. Yeah, Liquid basically, they, they really snake. did not Can work. Can I have normal names? <laughs> no. <laughs> they just go through life just with that, yeah. Just You're really difficult. Fucking name's Liquid? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's, that's fine. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> I mean, that's why he, yeah, he wanted to, pretty much just, he wanted to destroy the world in the first game. He's like, fuck. Grow up with a name like that, yeah. Um, so basically, yeah, so the two of them are actually clones of a big boss who's, who has pretty much been said to be, he's one of the best soldiers. He was, he was actually an agent in Metal Gear Solid 3, which you, you actually play as Big Boss oh. before he becomes Big Boss, and his name is Naked Snake, and he's the code name for that. Does he <laughs> just have a wiener, like, flopping <laughs> around does. the whole time? <laughs> just in the jungle, woo! just running around. Naked yeah. Snake. Oh, that's why they call him Naked Snake, don't you? <laughs> woo, woo, woo. He just poops doing the helicopter. It's, uh, it's uh, Big Boss? It is Big Boss. Naked Snake so, is Big Boss. So it's fascinating. When you first played uh, Metal Gear Solid 3, that was back in 2004 or five, around there. And it, it, the kind of question I was that that became introduced was how do you go from being one of the best government agents to being big boss who wants to pretty much uh, start a thermal um, nuclear war uh, with Amer- with pretty much everyone. That's a question I've been asking myself. <laughs> it's like how do you get from being the best soldier to being to wanting to commit commit treason? Exactly. Yeah. So it's. It's a very long game. A lot, of, a lot of, there's a lot going on. But basically, at the end, he's betrayed by his country and just he's he's manipulated in a way that would make it, you kind of understand. Okay, there's a lot happened, and he's very frustrated and angry, and he he goes off to become a soldier of fortune by himself. Mm. So that goes into the fact that uh, everyone thought the Metal Gear Solid Five, which was uh, it was a sequel to Metal Gear Solid Three. That are prequel to the original Metal Gear game. Everyone thought you're gonna play as Big Boss. I'm Wait, and so you're, that's, you're going a mile a minute. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Yeah, no, there's okay, a lot. Okay, so up in Metal Gear Solid Four. So Four is actually the end of Solid Snake's story. So that takes place in the future, not too far in the future, but enough that there is like commentary on the the, the idea of drones and the idea of how warfare has changed to this point of using technology. Mm-hmm. Is it still uh, war, or are we just using people in a way that is, uh, it, it, like, the people who are using these soldiers, are they fighting the war, or are the soldiers even there anymore? Yeah, so, Metal Gear Solid Five. when did that come When did that game come out? So, that came out in August of 2015. Okay, so pretty recent, right? So the yeah. most recent Metal Gear game? Yes, yeah. And it's a sequel to three. Yes. But it's a prequel to one. To Metal Gear, yeah. So three is a prequel to Metal Gear yeah. One. Yes. And five is a sequel <laughs> to three, but still a prequel to one. Yes. Got it. So we're still in this like is, the past, right? Yeah. So you can continue now. I think. Okay. So um, I I know there's a lot of information to kind of. Oh, but the thing I I thought was really fascinating was that after all this, um, you think after three you would finally get to see what happens to Big Boss. Why? eventually gets into Metal Gear, why um, he's like that. But I'm going to blow your Metal mind. Metal Gear is a thing? I can get into <laughs> that if you want. Uh, <laughs> Metal Gear is a giant God mecha. It. <laughs> it's like a giant mecha robot. Oh, okay. That looks like a metal dinosaur, basically. Cool. And it looks that. That pretty amazing. Yeah. And then, so the first Metal Gear Solid has a big metal dinosaur, and then the second Metal Gear Solid has like a, almost like a giant lizard, almost snake. Uh, like, but okay. still robot. It's like am- am- amphibious, and it's supposed to represent the the advancement of this technology into into what they needed it to be. And his partner is a talking pie <laughs> from the future. <laughs> it's, yeah, he has to decide which son lives lives or dies. Which one dies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but basically, what I thought was really fascinating is that after all this, you think you're gonna play. Metal Gear Solid Five. You think you're gonna play as Big Boss? Yeah, what, when I buy the game, I expect to yeah. play Metal Gear Solid Five. That's everyone thought. Yeah, everyone thought, like I get to see. Oh, turns out you play Mario. <laughs> well, is that actually, the twist? Oh my god! <laughs> the twist is you don't play as Big Boss. 
you play as uh, you play as his phantom. And when I mean that, <laughs> it is uh, you go back to the prologue where it is his big boss. He goes into this. Uh, he's he's pretty much having a conflict with. Um, well, eventually it turns out it as a man called Skullface, mm. who has it's pretty graphic. He has his skin is a skull uh, as a face. Is, he basically looks like a like a skull. Like mm. his face is all uh, deformed. That's th- 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 really bad condition. And um, but so then with uh, the big boss and his his uh, one of his uh, his, his comrades uh, Miller, who um, that's the normal name. Yeah, oh, that's, that's his last name. Oh, okay. Colonel Miller. What's his uh, first name? Like Tampon Miller or something like that. My, I think it's Master, Master what? Miller. What? They pretty, do call him that a lot weird, in but less, less song, weird than Liquid, than Liquid and Song. Um, so it's it's Big Boss, it's Master Miller, and then it's B, um, who is your well, one of your soldiers. Get almost into a helicopter. Almost, yeah. I think it's just getting there. You're getting there. So they get off on the helicopter, but then something goes wrong and they crash. And it's Big Boss. He goes into a coma for nine years. Got it. So in that time, you then you start you start the main game, and what happens is you wake up, and you try to escape this hospital. It's being un- under attack by mercenaries because they, they're they're trying to kill you because you're big boss. You're big boss. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you you receive some help from a man who's who is also in the hospital who has has bandages who his name is Ishmael. Okay, that's biblical. It's yeah. Sort of normal. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And. So no, it's, no, it's, no, no, it's the guy from it's, Moby Dick, uh, right? Dick, yeah. But I think, well, there I mean, might be Bible connections. The, 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 there is actually some, some Bible connections in Moby Dick. Oh, okay. So tied yeah. in. Um, Got it. So what happens is that then, I, I'm going to have to spoil kind of what what the character actually is. and why. I'm not gonna, I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> I was just about to play this game. <laughs> and all five or seven or so, whatever they are. <laughs> um, but I thought what was really fascinating was that um, with... The big boss, he actually turns out he was Ishmael. He was the man in the bandages. And you are, uh, you play as B, who was then, he was actually in the coma. And at, 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 during this time, he was actually put under psychothera- psychotherapy and hypnosis to believe that he himself is big boss. Uh. So what happens is that he he goes out and he's, he's uh, he, you go through the whole story as, uh, as B. As a phantom, and he uh, he's, what's he, he's a phantom gaining... as a ghost? Yes, it was basically it's like the idea of um, the the, the idea of uh, like the phantom is the thing that it, it goes out and it, it it like it completes your actions for you, like you don't have to do anything. The phantom is is, is doing everything for you. It's your it's the expression of yourself that so goes out. As like uh, like uh, like a fantasy, or as in like uh, is this like a computer like a, program? Like a ghost, yeah. Like or like a, a, like literally like is it going into fantasy? Like like this is like spiritually like you're a ghost actually doing actions, or is it like some mechanism that used to put your ghost into like a robot or something? Like no, that? no, it's, it's it's just a term they they like to use where it's like you're acting you're you're acting as the the big boss's phantom, where you're the, you're an extension of him. Mm. Where everything that's happening to you is basically they, they like to say how um, your pain is not your pain. Uh, everything that's happening to you is actually happening to the big boss because um, everything you do is so on the, yeah, okay. uh, is uh, is in the actions of big boss. Where if you were if you were gaining uh, like if people are hearing about you and hearing about these acts, they're not hearing about your acts. It's big boss. Big boss is doing this. It's the idea of it's an extension of big boss is. He's actually he's getting this um, these actions done and this this notoriety is actually going to him instead of instead of V, and so the player isn't isn't getting like any of these achievements or like achieving anything like it's as all an Xbox boss. achievement. Well, I mean, <laughs> in terms of like the story and like, oh. uh, as a player, you're doing this, but you're accomplishing all this for, for the sake of uh, of um, so a big boss. So who's actually like going out into the world and like killing all these people? Let's say this. It's uh, it's V. Okay, V, like his body. Yeah. So the, but him as a person. Big Boss is Phantom is in V. No, it, the, 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 there's no there's no really connection. It's just that V he thinks he's Big Boss. Oh. He believes so, that he oh, is. Oh, so himself. they okay, they, so they tricked. Who's the Phantom? The, it's just the, it's just the idea. It's like a term of like he is the. Oh, phantom okay. So of, he is 
the fan. I'm winking and, and doing quotation <laughs> yeah. point. He's a phantom of Big Boss? Exactly, yeah. Okay, I get it. Yeah. So it's not actually like he's a ghost thing. It's like no, no. going through walls and yeah. shit like that, right? Which I will say it would not be so like too far off from the series. They okay, could have had they, something they, like they, that. Yeah. Um, which I, that would be pretty cool. All so right, basically, so I'm kind of almost on board. This yeah. Let's, yeah. So what I think is really fascinating about it is that that's why you have no stealth uh, abilities. You, you pretty much have to go from the ground up from mm-hmm. everything. You have to... You have to learn how to be a soldier and learn how to be so either a stealth soldier. V thinks or a he's Big Boss. Yes. But he doesn't remember. Did Big Boss have training before this? Like, he doesn't remember yeah. his training? Yeah. Uh, they, they kind of. I think the, the conceit they use is oh, you've been in a coma. You haven't. You're not as good as you used to be. Oh, so they're not like, trying okay. too hard, are they? <laughs> they're just like, oh, yeah, you're in a coma. Sure, I guess. Well, uh, why would I not remember anything before my just, coma? Just go with it. Just fucking go with it. <laughs> Okay. But um, <laughs> what I find my, my my favorite part is that there's a there's actually a part in the game where there's a reference to uh, the man who sold the world by oh, David Bowie. Yeah. Okay. And a lot of that that song is about looking at your former self That's and it, yeah. seeing what you've become. And I really like that because it's it's um it's V looking at Big Boss and realizing he's not big he like he himself. Is not himself anymore. Do, do, he is now does Big he Boss. find this out by looking into a mirror and seeing that he's not Big Boss? I don't want to say too much, but he does at one point look into the mirror and he like he punches it because he gets so frustrated. Oh, he yeah. it's, it's pretty happening. dumb, isn't he? So, <laughs> so I, I, I like about it with V, he is Big Boss, but what actually is going on with Big Boss? He is going. He has gone into hiding to create his own army, his own v, secret army. Big Boss. Is Big Boss. He is in secret Actually hiding. Big Boss. The bandage guy. Boss. Yeah. Why, Ish- why, why don't they just use Ishmael instead of fucking Big Boss or Solace or whatever the fuck his name is? Like, Ishmael's such Make a normal big. name. Yeah, like. you would think, but... So, Big Boss, bandage guy, Ishmael... Um, what's the other name? Uh, Naked Snake. Naked Snake. Snake. He goes into... Yeah. He's starting his own army. Yeah. Okay. He, he, is, he is creating the conflict for... In Metal Gear... Um, in Metal Gear 2. Oh. So basically what happens is V is uh, is Venom Snake. Basically, that, That's like kind of like the full name they use for him. Venom Snake. He eventually, he thinks he's Big Boss oh, to the point. Oh, he gets a stupid name too, right? <laughs> <laughs> so eventually he gets to the point where he he thinks he's Big Boss and he is he fights Solid Snake at the end. Alright, so Solid Snake is Naked Metal Snake's Gear. Big Boss's son, right? Yeah, yeah his clone. Yeah. Alright, when, when do they fight? Uh, at the end of Metal Gear. Middle Gear, game. that's the that's the that's reboot the in game. PS. No, it's the it's the first game in the uh, Nintendo. Oh, console. okay. Yeah. So he, uh, <laughs> V fights <laughs> Sonic. No, V fights Sonic in the first game. Game. Yes. So and you're he... finally figuring out, but but in that first Metal Gear game, everyone thinks that he's Big Boss, right? Yeah. Everyone so, thinks he's Big does, Boss. Do, does yeah. does Sonic know that he's no. Kind of his father, or not? No. So it's just his an enemy. It's like, oh, fucking yeah. dick. He's like, oh, he's the boss. And I so got, he's and like, okay, but this so is actually V being the. But we don't find this out till like 2015. Like, yeah. So basically, we we never we like. So he kills him. Oh, okay, I get it. So yeah. then, in, in that in that second game, he then fights the real big boss, and he oh. finds out that's, that's his father. father. Yeah. Okay. So we we always kind of assumed like, oh, he faked his death. Or yeah. Something. It was just something like, like, like that. Like so it was it was far more stupid. <laughs> it turns out. <laughs> um, so basically, it was the fact that oh, and there's another David Bowie uh, reference I want to point out is uh, his his squad that V Venom Snake he has is Diamond Dog. Oh, that's cool. I like that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, you can tell Kojima he loves. And then one of them says that. Changes is a favorite album. The other guy's like, "That's a fucking uh, <laughs> the best of best of album." You fucking poser. <laughs> the reference to Venture Brothers. You don't watch this show. <laughs> so basically, that's that's all I have from Metal Gear Solid Five. That's that's super confusing. That was a bit it. much. I, I, I should have known it. Yeah, I'm glad. What's more on that page? Was just notes. Yeah, it's all notes about um. I talked. This is a visual aspect to our audio <laughs> podcast. Yeah. So basically, I talked about uh, the Phantom, mm-hmm. the idea of, it, basically it's the idea of uh, Big Boss is going out 
and it comes oh, out and again. it took like yeah. 12 minutes for me to figure that out right? like, <laughs> I shouldn't have used the word tip phantom I should use that at the no, end hey, yeah. you're using a, a normal language as you <laughs> would for a normal human being but if you, did, you forgot that I'm not normal um, and I talked about how the player is what, what I thought was fascinating was the fact that um, the player is able to accomplish all of these these tasks and complete the game but you never actually play as as Big Boss when That's you, right, yeah. the whole, whole conceit of the game was that you would see how Big Boss got to this point but it was it was always almost you were playing as the Phantom as the idea of Big Boss and giving all of this to Big Boss exactly so just like everything <laughs> just like life just like life anyway so that's Metal Gear Solid 5 I have, yeah. I'm curious uh, we, 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 we might do this at the end but um, do you have any interest in playing this game? almost none <laughs> just kidding um, no actually um, that the last that 5 sounded really interesting uh, what are the game mechanics do you uh, to get to kill a lot of people? you do oh well, I mean all the time I'm, I'm gonna play the show yeah game. Um, it's great because it's it's designed more to be like almost an open world esque like kind that. of yeah, mission okay, where cool. it's very open and big kind of ideas where it's just like um, you can either be like in, you can do you can be like a sniper and kind of go in like stealthily or as I said like go in with machine gun like right through the front door. Oh yeah. man, that's like so sad. <laughs> I love that. Um, so here's a more of a, a harder question to answer in the 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 game Metal Gear Solid Five. Yes. You're playing as V. Yes. And I, I just got a uh, V, and then it, oh, God. Uh, oh, yeah. So I should have mentioned that, yeah. Oh, that's so good. Anyway. It's Kojima for you. Yeah. It's so good. Um, <laughs> do Is there a redemption for this character, or is it just the twist at the end is that he's a dick the whole time? There's almost, there is almost a sympathy for him, because he realized his life has been taken away He's like, ah. It's kind of like you realize, like, his life has been taken away from him. He's been manipulated the whole time, and almost you as the player has have been also manipulated into doing this. And it's so it's fascinating. So it kind of looks at like the idea of um, purpose. Yeah, yeah. It's actually yeah. actually interesting enough that like ties into to Moby Dick because in Moby Dick Ishmael, he's uh, looking for his own purpose. Yeah, he's trying to find like what he should do with his life, and in in turn, uh, V has taken is has had his own life taken away. Interesting. I like that. It's pretty cool, yeah. Um, should we go on to the next one? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've right, forgotten yeah. what that game is. <laughs> We're going complete uh, shift in terms of gameplay and almost everything. Mm. What do you know about the game Undertale? Nothing. Oh, okay. it's about um, Tales from Sonic. It's about <laughs> uh, how he grew up in the underworld. Yeah, Undertale. It's, it's, um, so how he is in, like, a, basically like a kingpin, but then he he changed his ways and now he's Sonic's sidekick. Yeah, yeah. Tails. It's a lot like um, well, Metal Gear Solid 5. Uh, Anything <laughs> like how I just described? Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, I was like trying to think of something. I like the idea Tales of, of Tales as a spin-off using, prequel yeah. game. It's really dark. It's like really I it's love like that. A I'm, very... I'm just to create that now. <laughs> um, okay, so with Undertale um, what I re- really like about it is the fact that it's it was uh, it was crowdfunded. It was uh, oh yeah, that's awesome. The Kickstarter game uh, made almost entirely by one person, um, Toby Fox, who mm. also did the music. I think um, Fox Tales Tales is a fox in the Sonic universe, and he's helping Sonic out. Going, yeah, it's, it is. So, it's actually all it all it all ties in. Um, <laughs> so basically, it took about two and a half years for him to make it. It was mm. a very complicated game. It's all one person. That I mean, that's and. There are smaller games that that does happen from time to time where just one person makes it. But I think what's really fascinating about this game is that instead of doing a 3D model like you would see in most modern games, basically all modern games now use um, as 3D uh, so polygons. Like any game, Grand Theft Auto, exactly, whatever. Yeah, yeah like, like that. From the start of of PlayStation onward and in N64 look at like Super Mario 64 that was one of the first forays from Nintendo into using the 3D uh, ideas of, That's right, yeah. of games um, so this game kind of goes against that in terms of modern games this is a, a sprite based uh, RPG uh, the soda <laughs> not quite but uh, with, with sprites it's 
basically if you look at um old the the first Super Mario game, mm-hmm. you know it's like a a two D kind of just uh, flat on the screen, yeah, yeah. and you see Mario the and scrolling. just scrolling. Exactly, yeah. It's it's very much like the uh, it's the uh, a sprite based animation is using the, these little pixels and kind of l- the, these little animation that's not quite detailed, but it's enough that you can see what the character is and how he looks and mm-hmm. and if, if it's if it's done right it looks great it mm-hmm. looks really if cool if it's done wrong it's pickle yeah <laughs> that's pretty good yeah that's, uh, <laughs> zing <laughs> take that we're taking but, but take it out <laughs> 30 down. years ago <laughs> it's going down um, <laughs> finally uh, what I think was really fascinating about this game is that it was made in uh, kind of like 2015 or so mm-hmm. um, spray based animation but it kind of subverts all expectations for a RPG where uh, you can you can go into it you can be you can go into uh, and play it normally as you would as RPG and uh, similar to the old uh, Final Fantasy games you can you, you have a party and you kind of go through and you, you fight enemies and you can decide to you're fighting them, you might have to kill them. That's how games are. It's just like you, yeah, they it's are. either you have to survive, you have to keep going. That's always fun. Or if you want, you can you can spare them. You can decide to peacefully Boring <laughs> As a pacifist <laughs> That's just my opinion, but yes, boring. As as a pacifist, you, so there's uh so you, you can go through that. So that's the first two ways. You can either go normally run normal run, pacifist run. But then you can also do uh a genocide run, Oof, which just, I got me excited. Yeah, <laughs> not in real life, just in video games. <laughs> that just excites me in video game terms. <laughs> What's fascinating is because uh, with the genocide run, with that, that that with if you choose that to play the game like that, it changes more than just the combat and uh, how you play it. But it, so if if you go in through as a, in, 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 in genocide run. The enemies become di- more tougher because they're trying to survive. They're trying to, they're facing off against someone who is most likely going to kill them. Hmm. And in this case, you, they probably you probably will. Um, it also changes music. Where the first run through, the music is fun and happy. It's very light, lighthearted. Yes, <laughs> it's like it's like old like Nintendo music when you're going through. It's very uh, just uh, breezy. Nice. But then if you're going through as a genocide run, mm-hmm. the music slowed down. And it's, uh, it's, it's dramatically different. It's uh, before it would be a very light and uh, fun kind of like a winter kind of uh, th- theme um, kind of song, but with this, it's a, a sense of dread that mm. uh, what you, what you're doing is is wrong. It's um, and the game is almost trying to stop you, trying to say like ah. you like don't be like this, don't play the game this way, and it's almost. The game is um, is pretty much forcing you to think about your actions before you you do them. But and it's that, not working because <laughs> you just keep going. But it also changes the text for certain uh, certain parts of the game. Where if you go into a shop uh, in, in, a, in a regular run, they there would be a shopkeeper there asks you, "Oh, would you like to buy any items? Would you like to sell things?" Mm-hmm. Like the usual um, kind of style. But if you're playing a genocide run. There will be no no shopkeeper there. There are no items there. There is a one note from the shopkeeper that says, uh, uh, asking you to spare him. He has a family, and I, d- I don't want to die. But you kill him <laughs> anyway, right? Well, there's no shopkeeper, so you, you oh, he's already fled. So it's it's the game kind of um it's it's kind of subverting the idea of you being like a heroic it, it's journey. It's trying to teach. Video game people like me a lesson where I just get so much fun from killing <laughs> like, people. It's like, no, don't do maybe, that. Maybe don't, don't kill do everyone. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fascinating because they've tried that in other games where it'll be, it'll kind of, uh, there'll be like, m- m- like a modern horror game will be like, oh, sh- don't shouldn't kill, pe- kill people. Or it'll be the games will be like, there's punishment for um, if you're playing. Grand Theft Auto game. If you kill too many people, the cops will come after you and kill you. Yeah, which is but, so annoying. <laughs> but with a game like this, with a classic RPG such as like the Super Mario RPGs or uh, Earthbound games, yeah, there's only one strict way to play it. But if you if you play Undertale this way, it's almost the game kind of wants you to go back to how it should be. It's almost you're breaking the game in a way that 
is wrong. And mm-hmm. I found that really fascinating because it's, cool. it's a way of kind of uh, using those old ideas of what games should be and kind of like a postmodern idea of what an RPG is for today. That's interesting. So that's... Wait, so in Genocide version, do you get to kill anyone? You, you do. You basically kill everyone. Uh, and but some you, shopkeepers are like, no. They're just not there because they, they don't want to die. Mm. So you, you do eventually get to the end, and it's a, m- a much darker, more pessimistic ending of you murder everyone, and you just, it's just the world is kind of uh, thrown into chaos because you you should have saved this this world, but yeah. instead you doomed it. I like that. But that's your, <laughs> I like I'm, you, I'm you're more into this. About that. Yeah, like, uh, <laughs> So it, so there's two there's three different versions. There's yes. What's the point if you do uh just to humor me? What's the do you, do you, what's the point of doing it in pacifist mode? Pacifist mode. Um, do you is, save the world. More, yeah, you do have a happier ending, and you do get uh separate items and stuff. And it's almost a way of kind of uh, you you see a, a separate ending that's more hopeful compared to the other ones. And then killing everyone version is like the medium where you don't kill a lot of people but you can save a lot of people but you don't feel great about it. Yeah, it's kind of But like, I feel great about it. Exactly, yeah. That's so, how things go. Um, if you can boil it down to a short synopsis, what's the, what's the uh, story of the game that, the, that you're telling me like all these endings, what's the uh, story of the game that, you know, that yeah. goes through it? The story of the game is mostly uh, you wake up like most RPGs, you're just kind of a normal, uh, a normal person. There's like just, Ash it's you. from Pokemon. Basically, yeah, you wake up. It's just it's your your uh, your one dude, and the the the, the most of the game is about a, a kingdom that has been thrown into chaos because mm-hmm. the prince ha- and uh, and the, the, I think the king has fallen ill. There's a lot of it's kind of it gets a little muddy like in terms of storytelling. It gets a little ambiguous, but it's all about this kingdom that has been thrown into chaos because of the king and the queen are are fighting with each other and there's a conflict uh, between the, the royal family and because of it it's kind of caused the kingdom um, as a whole to be kind of uh, in in destruction mm-hmm. and then so that's a big part uh, of it. And then so what are you a soldier or like a you um you're mostly just uh like j- j- just one c- citizen who. So the story is is you th- overthrowing the kingdom basically. I think it's mostly like you go in and you're trying to either save or kill the king. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So killing the king is the genocide version. Yes. Yeah. And killing the king is also like the medium version. I think so. Yeah, I think that is it. But then the good version, you don't kill the king. Yeah, you you try to save everyone. Yeah. But do you save him? Yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, thanks. Yeah, it's it kind of like it kind of works. It's kind of a more hopeful ending of like you kind of leave and it's like okay, maybe maybe things will, will be okay. And then it doesn't. And, and then the, then the, and then the second part of the game is that you're like okay, I'm gonna genocide everyone. That's, that's your version. The, yeah. There we go. I like I figured that. Yeah. It's all full, it's full circle. <laughs> so that's all, all my notes on Undertale. I think that's pretty depressing, pretty fast. Yeah, it's a <laughs> it's a pretty dark game. I, I like I it love because it. it's. Uh, <laughs> It's taking all those ideas of like, oh, it's a happy uh, RPG, like uh, uh, Final Fantasy. You're gonna go on this big journey with this party, mm-hmm. and and in reality, it's like, no, there's some very awful things you have to do if you want to <laughs> see all the awful. Games. And when he said that, I'm smiling because I'm awful is <laughs> like killing everyone and all that in video games. Um, very simple person to please in video games. So I was curious, uh, how would you, what would you say you were interested in playing this game? Uh, yes, only on a genocide version. Okay. <laughs> I'll just turn down <laughs> like the music because it sounds like music's like the most depressing part of it. I'll, much, like, I'll just listen to the podcast yeah. and just kill people. Like, you know how... Like, you're not getting the point, Ryan. <laughs> like, the, the creator's like yelling at me like, <laughs> the point was a just morality screaming. tale and you're yeah. supposed to think about... Blah, 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 and I'm just like listening to like Preston <laughs> podcast. Um... I was curious, like it's it's kind of like an in Inception where they use the Raven music and then exactly it yeah, gets it's slowed a slow down, down version more, for yeah. like the, when it goes deeper into the yeah. dreams yeah so if you want to boil it down this game is like Inception kind of <laughs> if you want <laughs> it could <Yeah>. be <laughs> um should we move on to the next one yes are you ready uh this is gonna get pretty complicated Okay. <laughs> Not really. Actually, this one's like oh, probably the most simple one, but right. I think it's my still favorite. probably gonna be complicated for me. Though. Yeah, it'll be a little <laughs> confusing near the end. Have you ever heard of the game 
called braid. Is it where you braid other people's hair? For, <laughs> no. And then you get points for like double knots and stuff. Not quite. That would be a good game though. Uh, I think that would be really fun. That would be fun like game, on yeah. a like a DS game where you have to like use the stylus <laughs> to like. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, like and then you mess up and it's like ah my hair. Where <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like it's a like Wario style. Uh, type game yeah, 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 I see. <laughs> Uh, I think I think you should do the the sound effects. You done a French braid? It's I like the the idea. You done pigtails? They just it's like the old style, like the, uh, the old school like um sound bites, where they couldn't really use like full full voices, so it's just like mm-hmm. like parts of a of a person like yeah. <laughs> That's like in Street Fighter Two, you can unlock a special mode where you um it's supposed to be like a t- uh. It's like a challenge mode of how many times you can hit this button in in a span of like this time, and you 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 punch a car so much it explodes, mm-hmm. and this guy comes out and he's like, "Oh no, my car!" And my it's, car, he's like really my car, like the uh, Disney World of Richard Scary, where it's like <laughs> my car, my car, my hat, my, my hat. hat. <laughs> That's such a my deep cat. cut of a reference. And, I think only uh, one person, like point one of a person's gonna get it. <laughs> like not even a full person. So, with braid. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. It was, my <laughs> it was made by uh, the Jonathan Blow, also a uh, one-person creator. Cool. Uh, Kickstarter or this one was mostly he. It was a little before Kickstarter got uh, popular. He did it where he he funded it himself. He just raised money um, just to, through his job, and then he worked on it part time. Cool. And what's really fascinating is that if you if you watch. Uh, like the the, the, the uh, uh, gameplay video of Braid, it looks a lot like a Super Mario game. Ooh, cool. Re- very much like you uh, are dressed almost like um almost like a uh, Victorian kind of man who has uh he has he has, he has a big coat he has a, a, a collared uh, collared shirt with a almost like a, a a poofy kind of um uh what do you call it where it looks like there's like like a tissue coming out of your co- collar and kind of like it's, or the the ruffles. Yeah, yeah. So he has like a yeah. like a pirate shirt. Yeah, like. exactly. He has like a pirate shirt, and you know it's very, very much like a, he's a, he looks like a classical like hero. Mm-hmm. His name is Tim, and he uh yeah like he you had to for, for, you had to go through these levels and you have to use these uh these time manipulation uh, to, uh mechanics of uh there be to- there be points where you're you're uh. You're running down, uh, almost kind of a platform, and you're running towards this enemy. But every time you're running toward them, the um, like some spikes will come up. So you have to figure out a way to use. Uh, he, he, Tim can also reverse time, mm-hmm. and so it's a way of you have to under you have to figure out how to. It's a puzzle game combined with Super Mario Brothers, oh, okay. where it's not just a, a straightforward um, uh, like a game of just get to the end. It's how do you get through by using time to, uh, to, to get past these enemies? Now, that reminds me of um, the Batman Arkham games, the Riddler challenges. That's like puzzle game yeah. plus you get to beat the shit out of people. Right? <laughs> like, that's the it's best great, game. Yeah. Yeah. Would you believe me when I said this game is the game version um, of Memento? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where there's kind of uh, clues throughout the game, but they, the big twist at the end is kind of changes to your, your entire perspective on things. Um, I'm sure it is, but I go ahead, blow my okay. mind. So w- with Tim, he is the protagonist story. You are playing through and you're getting this, this story of what happens. And it's a classical story of there's a princess that he wants to save, but the princess has been uh, but the princess has been taken away by a monster. Got it. And, uh, but then you, you get text along the way of themes of... Um, Frustration, but it's almost poems of. Can I? Is he the monster? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> but you can say, you can it's actually come, you can actually explain it for the. But um listeners. yeah, so so the themes are <laughs> that uh, about like frustration and anger, and all that stuff where he is with, with him he regrets something in the past that he is very frustrated by and he doesn't understand why this uh like how how this happened this way. Yeah. So and uh, like so that's the baseline story of the the game is that all you know is that the, this princess has been escaping from this monster. The the final level of the game is you and the you you see the princess again and you are then you are you you are running through the, this final level 
but everything is in reverse except for Tim. He's the only one who's moving forward and progressing. Interesting. So you see Tim and the princess are running through, are just going through these traps, and they're, they're, they're going past all of them. And at the very end, you see a knight, and, the, and you, you, you get to the, uh, he's, in the ho- he's in this house. And with Tim and the princess, he is, uh, they, they, they are running towards the house, and the princess goes in, and then Tim is locked out of the house. And you're left wondering what, what's happening. And then the real events uh, are then shown, where um, the knight, he opens the door, and the princess is staying there, and Tim, he grabs the princess, and he runs away with her, where, uh, it, like, he is escaping with her through all these, throughout, through all these traps, these traps that should have gotten him. Mm-hmm. It, so it shows the fact that uh, the princess was actually running from Tim the entire time, and with it, the twist is that Tim is the monster. What? We'll cut out the part where I where, where you said the ending, yeah, yeah. said before. It's coming out here because I, <coughs> I don't know how to edit podcasts. The reason why I like this so much is because it kind of subverts again the idea of the usual, um, the, the like a uh, platformer like this where you are the classical hero, but it turns out that everything you are doing is. Is, is benefiting the monster instead. You are you are the Bowser. Oh yeah, of yeah. This game. Just like some people have like fan theories where like uh, Peach is actually in love with Bowser and that's why they keep running away together yeah, or something like that's you know dumb theory. But it's but, yeah. dumb. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. That's yeah. wrong. Um, I was gonna say that um that exact thing I just said. I can't remember what else I was gonna say. But that's it. Um, that's well, that sounds go. Oh, okay, I know. Um, so do you get to like kill anyone in the game? Uh, you, you get, uh, I would say, as far as you can kill people in, like, Super Mario, where you, you hop on their heads and they kind of just fall off. I like off. that. I like that a lot. So that's, that's kind of it, yeah. <laughs> but there is a theory about the why Tim is a monster. Do you want to hear about that? Uh, go ahead, yeah. There is a theory that uh, it is an allegory for the atomic bomb. Uh, explain. That Tim created... Uh, like Tim, he looks himself. He looks at himself as the monster, and he is trying to get the princess back. He's oh. regretting all of this, and he's trying so desperately to get her back. And, he, and it's him dreaming of, if I had just one more chance, what I would do differently. Exactly. And it's kind of this idea of, of uh, with, with games, uh, everything you do is progressing forward. And Tim, he can he can go back. He can replay this in his head over and over again. But the one time that he he would he wants to re- replay everything he's not able to interesting like so that's an allegory for the person who uh oppenheimer i it was like it was supposed to be allegory for like the the team of scientists that oh, work okay. on it, like uh, as a whole uh do you know related it that the person who invented the bullhorn uh regrets it because it helped hitler get into power because they used it for like a bigger to you know, ex- you know make your voice heard by oh my God. more yeah, people. That's, yeah, that's crazy. Was that uh, all the books that uh, I mean, not book, video games <laughs> that you? Uh... There is one, um, but I, there's one more that. Oh, I, I want to get your opinion on Braid. Uh, w- are you interested? In, would you be interested in playing it? Uh, um, yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. How so long does it take to play? You can do it in like two or three hours. Right? Mm. It's a pretty short game. I don't know about that. <laughs> I like I like how I say a short game, but I'm like, it's yeah, two or three, three hours. hours. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I was like, I was to say, I was like, that's a, that's a very short, but like. It is actually, no, like, you're right. I it is like, short game. I'm, uh, in perspective, I've been <laughs> playing Assassin's Creed Black Flag for two years. Almost two years, sorry. <laughs> I've been reading, well, and then, not video games, reading a book for American Gods for three years. Uh, to almost to this date. Uh, I've been... Play, and then uh, it's uh, just uh, various other games and movies yeah. and TV shows that I've been watching The Wire for at least seven years now, um, stuff like that. Yeah, so, yes, that is relatively so in terms short of, for me. Yeah. Um, so it mo- It'll still take me like five months to, to complete that <laughs> show, yeah. So mostly the, the trio of games I wanted to, to wrap up with because they were, in a way, th- thematically playing with ideas and expectations of characters and uh, kind of questioning the... The, the players 
uh, interactive like that. ability yeah. in this in this game. But there's one I just a very short, quick one, kind of off-topic one. Um, doesn't really fit into this. But I'm curious. Do you remember the game series Kingdom Hearts? Uh, yes, I remember it because it. I was interested at first because. Uh, it had like anime characters yeah. and it had like Mickey Mouse. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I was like, was as great. a twelve year old, I was like, oh, what, fourteen year old, whatever. Whenever it came <laughs> out, I was like, this looks crazy. And Goofy was in it. And I was like, this is like gonna be awesome. <laughs> was it awesome? Um, for from for <laughs> for some people, I would say there were a lot of people who loved this game. But yeah. I was I was interested because am um, I right? Am I that's not the right game? Where it's like yeah, the, it, it, it is actually yeah because it's um, all those characters are with like these anime looking characters. Exactly, it's supposed to be kind of this combination of uh like Final Fantasy type gameplay with like m- with uh, a lot of Disney properties that mm-hmm. were included in there. That's cool. But I was cu- curious about um so the first two games released uh when do you think the third game was released. I saw. I think I saw like a blurb, but it was like released this year. Well, people want it to be, but it's. Uh, I'm going to guess it's going to be released next year, and that will be 15 years since the last Whoa. one was released. So when was the first game released? Uh, it was like early 2000, maybe like 2000. Yeah, so it was like so. you know, yeah. 12, 13 yeah. years old. Uh, when was the second game released? Like 2004. Have there been any like spin-off games or? There has. There has actually been about eight or nine, like about Jesus. seven or so. Christ. Basically, it went from it was the first two were on PlayStation Two. The next spin-off game was a Game Boy Advance game, mm. and then there was. I'm trying to I'm trying to get this right because it's going to be a lot, a lot of games. And then it was a PlayStation Portable game. If you remember, a PSP. Oh, PSP. Yeah, I remember. Um, PSP. and then it went to. Uh, a DS game, mm. I think, and then it was a, a 3DS game, and then a PlayStation Vita game, which is another Sony uh, portable. Yeah. Oh, wait, what game. was the last one? Sorry. It was um, PlayStation uh, Vita. Vita. It was kind of like the Vita, sequel yeah. to PSP. Is that still around? No. It um, was pretty much dead on arrival. Yeah. Um, so these are all like. And I know, like, I'm aware of, like, like so these aren't, like, direct sequels, because they're not for console, they're all for handheld, right? Yeah. And they're, they're, they're fine games, I'm sure, yeah. but they're not, they're not direct sequels, like, the exactly. people of fans want. <clears throat> so, it's literally going to, they want it to come out this year, but it's probably still taking a while, so. Yeah, I'm going to guess. still making it? It does, yeah. So, basically, the, 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 there was a game recently released, it was Kingdom Hearts 2.8. It's getting very close to be. I know. Oh, if, if, I, I, I might have to read off some of the titles for you. There was um, the dream drop. It was distance. Was one of the games. Hmm. Uh, birth by sleep was another game. There was one that was uh three hundred sixty eight over fifty seven days. Uh, That's an actual title. Wait, uh, three hundred sixty. It was a, It was a. Yeah, it was about three hundred sixty or so over. Like, like slash uh, slash oh, okay like 50s. a fraction, basically yeah. Over what? I think it's fifty-seven. Uh, and what Eight. did that mean? Someone explained this to me one time and it went right over my head. Yeah, Even I me, mean, so that's that's no, pretty bad. So I'm it's good. Like I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good I'm versed. Good about in, myself, yeah. But I thought it was fascinating because I mean, like you hear about this movies all the time where sequels take a while, but this is this is, uh if Kingdom Hearts three is released next year in two thousand eighteen. It would be about 15 years since that last game was released, That's and in that wild. time, people have people have died. been born, yeah, born died. People have died. People have been born and lived, and have grown up to that point, and will be able to purchase exactly. their game right. of yeah. uh, a copy of King Monster. That's so wild, and crazy. Yeah, and it's so they've gone through an entire console generation. Whoa, with yeah. they like they went through PS2, PS3, and now they're on PS4. There are almost the rumors of them going to a new generation <laughs> with the PS5, and there's still no Kingdom Hearts three. So as much as fans might be frustrated, and of other other franchises, people who are clamoring for the next Silent Hill and clamoring for other uh, mm-hmm. franchises, it's it's Be always happy good to that remember you're getting them instead exactly. of like waiting like 15 years for fucking Mickey to like hang out with some anime character. Apparently, <laughs> so anticipated. <laughs> Uh, basically that's all I have if uh, I was curious if you've been playing anything well we'll save the last five minutes for um, basically just what I've been playing which <laughs> is spoiler alert not a lot and not a lot of substance to that 
Uh, I'll start with, uh, so I have an Xbox One, so I've been playing Mafia 3. Nice. I skip over all the story parts of it. <laughs> I just go straight to, like, killing people. It's very repetitive, Which but is, that's my fault, because yeah. I just kill people over and over again. Which is interesting, because I've heard the story is, is, is pretty solid. But I'm sure it is. <laughs> I've never bothered to listen to it or read it or watch it. Yeah. Well, I'm sure. Um, but then I, and I beat it, and I was like, uh, that's boring. And uh, no, not boring, but I'm sure it was fun. It was fun. It was, it was, it was yeah, fun it's game. an open world game. So uh, the next game I do want to play is Resident Evil Seven because I was Sounds a huge good. fan of four. Never really played five or six, but I was a huge fan of four, so I'm gonna be loyal to that. So, yeah. I, but I've heard this one's this game's very fun. Right? Very scary. Yeah. So, uh, or is it gonna be fun though? I think so. I hope so. Oof. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna, scary. Yeah. gonna backpedal on that decision to get. <laughs> yeah, I was get Grand Theft Theft Auto Five or something like that. That's pretty um, good. Yeah. Um, no, okay, so the other game, um, and Assassin's, like I, and I named earlier Assassin's Creed Black Flag. I've been playing for almost two years now. Uh, I'll try to finish it soon. Probably not, not in terms of, like, you've been playing it, like, every day. Oh, no, 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 like, just... like, every, like, five months I'll pick up again on, like, yeah. a mission and then give up for five months <laughs> or something like that. That's how I play That's it. the difference. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. Um, and then, uh, it's not really with the, I'm sure, video game community, but app games I play... Uh, Sonic Dash, I just downloaded that really fun game. Like I love Sonic as a character, and it's just it's just a normal like uh, almost side scroll, but it's like it's like actually it's like almost like forward scrolling. Like you're like is running it, fast, and yeah. Is it a runner? Yeah, basically runner. Yeah, like yeah. so, and then you'll you have to like go like swipe down to become like a ball, and swipe yeah. up to jump, and then like go left and right, and then yeah, it's fun. It's not it's nothing like it's just past time sometimes, you know. That's pretty cool, yeah. Uh, and then I play Pokemon Go. No one else does apparently, but uh, I still play. And they just introduced all the Gen two characters, and there's like yeah. this like bird with a hat, and like they're <laughs> they're running out of ideas, I think, from like <laughs> that's the second ago. generation. Yeah, it's like you, yeah, you don't even want bad. to see like the most recent ones. Ooh, and I do never want to. <laughs> I am almost giving up because I don't know any of these characters. Like, uh, but yeah, there's like a bird with a hat, and there's like a dog, and an owl, and bullshit like that but yeah it's uh i'm still playing that so it's pretty fun it just gets me into exercise most of the time so um that's it i, I really want to uh when does R mario run come out it's it uh it's been out since december I but uh, but it might be coming out to android i think oh, okay later. well there you go android, android, yeah i, 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 I love your face it's like what the fuck <laughs> what was, are you <laughs> been in a coma i thought you were, I thought you were like i couldn't tell if you were serious <laughs> so it's like uh, no, because I remember happened? it, like, come, I go, okay, so, but it's still working on doing for Android. Yeah, or, yeah, you know, it was, like, a delay whatever. Release, yeah. That sucks. I want to play that. Is it fun? <laughs> it, it is actually really good. I do like how it's structured. It's more, that one's actually really cool because it's almost structured like a puzzle game of trying to figure out how to collect these, these big coins. Oh, cool. Throughout the level. It's, it's solid. It's a good, it's a yeah, game. I do want to play that. So, those are the games I'm either looking forward to or um, didn't know that came out already or <laughs> have been playing uh, and then also uh, then other games that I'm looking forward to uh, the Spider-Man game that comes out for PS4 soon what's it called I, I don't think they have a title just as far as just Spider-Man oh the Spider-Man the Spider-Man uh, <laughs> how are the uh, sorry we're going for a new discussion two minutes <laughs> left um, uh, quick review uh, how are all the Spider-Man games ever made go <laughs> you how were they <laughs> <laughs> how are they? Uh, and and describe everyone and tell them how me. Uh, how, uh, we'll do a whole episode about yeah. it. But like, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll talk more about We'll start with games. the original Spider-Man and on Atari. Uh, oh, yeah. I think there, I think there was an Atari Spider-Man. Sure it was pretty so. bad. But yeah, well, but, uh, but anyway, yeah. but I'm excited for that Spider-Man game. It looks really fun. Um, um, yeah, so that's uh, that's our episode, and uh, it was pretty fun. So Yeah. Uh, we want to thank everyone for listening. Um, yeah, definitely. Like I said, if you want to be on the podcast, just let us know. We have a Facebook page. Yeah. We have uh, almost 100 followers, so I'm pretty happy about that. That was a good boost of confidence. So yeah. I'm glad to see that. So uh, just keep listening and uh, you know, ask us any questions. Yeah. Uh, our expert, one expertise on video <laughs> games. You can ask them all questions. <laughs> uh, do you have anything to say or promote or anything yeah I'm, I wanted to say um, I want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening we got some really good feedback recently from uh, some listeners and, it's, and it, was, it was it was very encouraging very encouraging to uh, to hear that people are, are actually listening to this it's very humbling and very it, it, it's very nice I can't uh, emphasize how much it means to us that people are interested and do enjoy our podcast 
fantastic. And as Brian says that, I say, I don't give a shit who wins. I just like to <laughs> talk into the void. But no, <laughs> thank you for listening. Uh, we appreciate that. Um, uh, thank you for for letting me talk about video games at a very long length. And let me listen to it and uh, talk about all hell I have to, ki- to kill people in video games. <laughs> I'm sure that's pretty disturbing to a lot of people. I don't care. But no, no that was fun. I like that. Okay, so uh, we're going to head out. Just, again, let us know what you think. Rate us in iTunes. That's the thing people say. Rate us yeah. in iTunes. Um, like and subscribe. Like, like and subscribe. Yeah, uh, yeah, whatever. Fuck. Damn it. Um, <laughs> and uh, just if you want to try to be on the podcast, let us know. And we'll try to get some guests. Yeah, know, instead that'd be fun. Of, you know, me not knowing anything. Yeah, yeah. And uh, nerd explaining everything to me. <laughs> right, have a good right. uh, day and keep playing. Whatever, Keep video gaming. Keep video gaming. Thanks. Bye.